Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra. Hello everyone, I'm Rohit from LifeStyleMastery.com and today I'm excited to have Dave Handley, who's the CEO of Tomorrow, which helps families make long-term financial and legal decisions together for the first time in an easy-to-use app designed to protect their futures. He's an accomplished CEO, digital entrepreneur and social advocate. Prior to funding Tomorrow, Dave founded Banyan Branch, a leading social media marketing agency which was acquired by Deloitte Digital prior to Banyan Branch. Uh, Dave was VP of Marketing and Shelfari, uh, which he helped grow to more than 2 million users in 18 months before it was acquired by Amazon. Uh, Dave holds an MBA from Stanford University and has done his bachelor's and master's degree in public policy from Brigham Young University. Welcome to the show, Dave. Great to be with you, Rohit. Awesome. So, so you know, uh, 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 you, you had a long career into, into digital marketing. What made you start Tomorrow app? You know, my original career uh, was actually in international development banking. So I actually worked with banks and NGOs uh, in uh, in Bangladesh and in India and in Latin America uh, that were implementing microcredit lending programs back in the 90s. Uh, yeah. And then I went on to actually discover that you know, I was super passionate about, uh, uh, about all things digital. So after Stanford, I ended up working on tech companies for 10 years. And then uh, after selling to Deloitte, um, you know, we had all these great, you know, young people who worked at a social media agency and after the acquisition, they're all getting married and having babies. And I saw, wow, none of these people have wills. None of them have life insurance. Uh, this is a big problem. And when I looked at the data in the U.S., it's, it's a huge problem. And so I thought, ah, I would love to take my, you know, more financial inclusion, financial impact uh, experience from, from, from my first career and combine it with my tech chops from my second career and see if we couldn't create a company that would have both impact uh, and be, you know, and tap into all things digital that I enjoy. And that's what tomorrow is. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, you know, what paperwork is, is critical to, you know, complete for your family? Uh, would you, do you think, is it only insurance policies or, or creating a will? You know, how, how do you, uh, how do you ensure that a person, uh, you know, passes on the wealth and the legacy to the future generation? Uh, you know, there's a collection of things, and, and I think you're right. It does go beyond those. So a will uh, allows there to be no chaos if anything happens to you, which may be super unlikely, but things like who's going to watch your kids uh, and, uh, you know, and to a lesser degree, who's going to get what uh, is super important. Uh, if, you're, if you're married, the laws make it pretty easy. If you're not married, uh, it can get pretty muddy, and the state can start deciding who's going to watch your kids then your family ends up fighting over your, um, uh, over your belongings. And that, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend that you've had for years usually gets left in the dark. Uh, and so uh, it is a, uh, a will is a great place to start, but also things like a power of attorney is really important, which is, you know, if, if you're incapacitated, who's going to make your decisions for you? Uh, a healthcare directive is really great because, you know, if, if uh, it, you can actually make all of your medical choices for yourself, even if you happen to be unconscious, and then that keeps your family from having to make tough decisions and 
all of that basically makes it so that your family is going to be super grateful that you had, uh, had everything together. And of course, things like life insurance and disability insurance, make sure there's enough money uh, to, uh, to make, make sure everyone's taken care of. Got it. And, uh, uh, you know, what is, what is the general, uh, uh, you know, walkthrough when somebody uh, becomes a member of tomorrow, uh, you know, uh, uh, is, is it easy to choose your guardians and trustees uh, in order to create a will uh, and your other financial needs? Yeah, absolutely. You know, most of our users have never done this and that's because 80% of Americans don't have a will. Uh, and so they've come in for usually a reason such as uh, I want to have guardians set up for my kids. Uh, you can watch a short animated video that says, Oh, what does a guardian do? And you, uh, you learn what a guardian does and then you, uh, or what makes a good guardian. And then you start typing in the name of someone. So like, Oh, R O H. And I see Rohit. I click on your name and it pulls all of your information from my contacts into the app and says, uh, and tees up a message I can send to you that says, hey, Rohit, I am getting my act together and creating a will. And part of that is choosing guardians for me and Max. And I think you'd make a great guardian. If it came down to that, would you be willing to help me out? And then that message, you know, you, you gets sent to you. Uh, and then you click, learn, uh, you see, oh, what is this? And you read and you, you actually uh, uh, say yes, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the link on tomorrow. And then we invite you to also create your own will because uh, chances are you don't have one either. Um, and then that kind of helps more and more people join. So we try to make it very easy for people to get started, easy to learn about what these uh, handful of key decisions are. Uh, and then we actually bring your family in and friends, closest friends into the discussion uh, so they can know uh, what their role is going to be if they're going to play a role in your will. Got it. And, uh, you know, do you have other competitors in the same space? Because, you know, uh, there are other apps like Robinhood, which, uh, which is basically a stock investing app. They're also getting into, uh, getting into other areas. So, you know, uh, you know, do you think uh, uh, your other competitors could also get into such sort of such sort of domain? So there are already competitors in the legal world, uh, like LegalZoom and Rocket Lawyer uh, and others who charge you for the documents that we give away for free. Um, and then uh, for those that are in the, say, life insurance and other insurance financial services space, uh, you know, 10, 10 right now, uh, most of them aren't offering a free product. Uh, you know, they're wanting you to sign up for their service. And so they're all competing with each other for, uh, the, um, uh, for the search traffic for people who are looking at starting a for, you know, starting an IRA or a 529 account, uh, which is education savings account in the U S. Uh, but then they are, um, uh, but they, they're not coming through with the will. Now, of course, people could, uh, and there are those who have tried, uh, but we think the way that we've designed it is unique enough that, it, um, that it's actually been really uh, easy for us to sign up our first, you know, first good number of users. Okay. Uh, so interesting, you talk uh, about uh, tomorrow being a free app. So, so what, what is the way to monetize your app and uh, you know, uh, how many, how many active users do you have on your app right now? 
Yeah. So tomorrow is free. Uh, you download it. The app is free. You can make your will for free. Um, now, a percentage of our users buy life insurance. We're a licensed life insurance broker uh, in all 50 states in the U.S. And so uh, if you happen to do that, then we get paid. Uh, and then we also have a premium version of tomorrow called tomorrow plus where you get things like a revocable living trust, uh, and have, you know, access to a few more features of, of the app, but, uh, no strings attached. You completely get a full featured will completely for free. It takes most people, you know, five to 10 minutes to do. Okay. And, and are you only restricted to life insurance or, uh, or, you know, uh, 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 are you also looking into health insurance and travel insurance or is it? Uh, We're looking at all sorts of things. We're really focused around finance, family financial wellness. Uh, and so we've gone really deep in the life insurance area. Um, but I think it's reasonable to expect that you're going to see us moving beyond that uh, in, in the near future. Got it. And uh, I want to know, you know, uh, how much funding have you raised or uh, are you still bootstrapped for now? Uh, we, we started on our own and, and then we got some friends and family investment, but that was a couple of years ago. Um, we are now venture backed, uh, funded by Aflac, Allianz, uh, CFSI, which is funded by JP Morgan. Uh, and then we're also, we have Mavron, uh, we have Sinai Ventures and others who all, have all come into uh, what was a, a, a series seed round, but altogether it ended up being 8 million. Oh, 8, eight million, is it? Okay. And uh, so, so what, what, is, what is the next step for, uh, for tomorrow? Uh, is it about, you know, acquiring customers as, as much as possible in, in U.S.? Uh, absolutely. So we are deeply focused on acquiring customers. So we have our first 40,000 using the application. We're adding almost 10,000 people a month. Uh, and then we are uh, also, uh, you know, continuing to improve the user experience. So people are, are getting uh, what they want. Uh, and then, you know, really making sure that we're you know, that everyone who wants to, who could be interested in life insurance knows what it is and understands it and that we're answering that process. The better we do at education, the more people are, you know, getting the policies that they need. And so uh, it's not so much about sales as it is really around, you know, getting people comfortable with a product that most of them have never bought before. Got it. And, and just want to talk about, you know, what, what are your customer acquisition channels? Um, are, are you looking at paid acquisition channels uh, to, to, to drive more uh, users onto your, onto your platform? How, how, how easy or difficult is it to, uh, to bring people on board for, for such a unique concept? So the majority of our users actually join through word of mouth uh, or through, um, uh, through, we have a lot of content on our site. So they, uh, they come and read one of our blog posts and then end up joined, joining tomorrow. Uh, and then, uh, but a lot of it's on the recommendation of other people. Uh, and then we, we do paid uh, digital advertising. We do, you can see our TV ad online as well that we've, that we're, uh, which is a DRTV ad. Uh, we do a lot of radio interviews and podcasts where we have a little more time to, you know, talk about the issues than, uh, than we would in another place. Uh, and those are our primary ways that we acquire people. And of course, we're constantly testing uh, new, new ways to talk about what we do, new creative uh, to, to get better at that. Got it. And so you talked about, you know, uh, you've raised $8 million of funding. Um, so, you know, would you want to talk about uh, you know, it's a free app for now, but you want to talk about your, uh, you know, your CAC or your uh, unit economics for that matter? 
So I probably won't do that here, but we have been maniacally focused this year on our CAC, uh, uh, the customer acquisition costs. Uh, and so it's interesting after we, we raised our round and added a fantastic board, which includes Jordan Fudge from Sinai Ventures and, and Caribou Honeg, uh, who uh, is our outside board member. He founded the InsureTech Connect Conference and co-founded QED Ventures. Um, anyway, they uh, really pushed us to actually focus, instead of doing CAC and LTV at the same time, so uh, customer acquisition costs and, and lifetime value, they said, just do CAC first, get people using the free product in being successful, and then pivot. Uh, and I thought that was actually really good advice because uh, we were planning to run things in parallel. And what happened is, is from April until uh, November, our customer acquisition costs dropped by 90% uh, for strictly advertising. And actually our percentage of free users has gone up as well. Uh, so our blended customer acquisition costs uh, is down almost 95%. Uh, and these are, you know, these are high quality users because we measure on not just did someone register but do they download? Do they use the app? Do they um, do uh, do they create a will successfully? Uh, and so that is actually a great recommendation if you're in the digital area. Of course, we need to make money on our customers uh, as well and get them into the paid parts of our product. But um, you know, getting a high percentage of a very low number of users doesn't really help you build a business. Got it. Uh, so, uh, you know, I want to talk about, you know, what are some important financial conversations, you know, families should, uh, should have, uh, you know, before uh, they, they go, uh, before the children go into the school season, you know, because, uh, you know, if you come from an entrepreneurial background uh, or your, your family's entrepreneurial, you may keep talking about, about money and finances, but what if, uh, you know, your parents are not money savvy, you know, what are the important financial conversations which you think families should discuss with the children? Well, as an entrepreneur, I think it's very important for your children to understand your business uh, because it's deeply connected with your life. You also tend to work more than their friends' parents do, or you're more likely to work on a Sunday morning. And when they, they come up for breakfast, they are <laughs> they see you uh, at your computer Um uh, working since 4 a.m. Uh, and so what I've done with my children is I've actually made them shareholders in all of my companies. Uh, so we have a, an irrevocable trust into which I place shares that are for their benefit. And that alone actually gets them deeply invested in what they're doing. Instead of just saying, hey, how was work today? They're going to say, hey, dad, how was that call with Swiss Re today? And they're, they're going to care about what's going on. Uh, my nine-year-old is super interested in our unit economics and wanting to make sure that our company is making more money and, and is moving towards you know, being, you know, being a profitable company. Uh, so that's actually a really interesting thing, which is, seems contrary um, now, also uh, with my kids, when it comes to the subjects in tomorrow, you know, I had a conversation. I was reading to my nine and 11 year old. I'm reading them Dune right now, uh, which is a great read aloud book, by the way. Um, and uh, talking with them and they were asking about, you know, oh, life insurance and how's it going at work. And then they said, so, so dad, do you have life insurance? And I said, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I told them, you know, we have, uh, there's a $2 million policy, which makes sure there's plenty of money for you and your siblings to not only like live and, you know, stay in the house and, and all that, but that there's money for, you know, you to go to college and all these things. And they said, 
And then like, the, and my son, which is uh, my son, my nine-year-old gets a big smile. He's like, oh, it's like a half million dollars a piece. Like, uh, mm-hmm. so you'd, you'd have to make sure that you're worth more alive than dead. Uh, but it was really interesting. What something seems like that would be such a morbid conversation. My kids, they heard that. They said, huh. And then they just went to sleep super happy knowing like there's a plan. Their aunt is going to be, take care of them. If any, you know, it's super unlikely, but if anything happens, they're going to go to your aunt, live with your cousins. There's plenty of money to take care of you. And you're all set. Um, and it was the most normal conversation, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, uh, you know, when you speak about, when you think that, you know, such sort of, of a topic may, uh, may not, uh, you know, uh, get a positive response from your family members, but sometimes you, uh, you force, uh, you force to talk about such, such, such money talks, you know, they, they also understand, uh, you know, how important money is later on in life and, uh, they get to have a sense of protection about it. So, um, you know, my, my next question is, uh, you know, how, how, how can tomorrow help other, uh, people, you know, in, in establishing, uh, you know, funding for, for college and future, do you, do you plan to have some sort of a savings account, uh, you know, built into your app, which helps people to, to save, uh, or, or uh, you, you know, what, what is, what is your guidance on that? There, there's a huge opportunity there. Uh, we're moving through a lot of areas around family financial wellness as we build out the f- complete vision of tomorrow. Uh, and absolutely. I mean, if you have a child, the most important, <laughs> there's a lot of important things to do, but just starting to have regular savings for college, uh, is super important. So, uh, actually this year, uh, I now have my kids college fully funded. Um, and I can tell you as a parent, it's very relieving because also, you know, one of them doesn't go to school for nine more years. Uh, and so I don't have enough save for college, but you know, given typical market returns, uh, he'll be fine. But I also have a child who goes, you know, goes to college in two and a half years, uh, and which is remarkable uh, that, that that comes has snuck up so fast. Uh, but just knowing that the kids are going to be ready. Also, as an entrepreneur, honestly, it's going to allow you to make the long-term decisions. That's just not saying like, oh, well, I better give up on my on the, what I want to do so that I can go and um, uh, you know I can go work at some corporate job and get paid five times what I'm paying myself. Um, uh, it's uh, it, it's going to keep you having the freedoms to have the sort of work that you want to do. Interesting, and uh, you know, you uh, I want to know uh, you know the m- amount of money that you've raised. Are you going to expand it to other countries, or are you going to focus on on US for now? So we, you know, my interests, I have definitely a very global view of the world. Um, I, you know, I'm a young global leader at the World Economic Forum, regular Davos attendee. Um, uh, You know, I did my full ride in Bangladesh. Like I uh, I definitely have a global view about what we can do. Uh, In terms of our focus, you're going to see us really focus in the U.S., uh, which actually has uh, if you can imagine, 51 different jurisdictions for uh, for estate planning law, 51 jurisdictions for insurance. So it was a complicated monster, whereas moving uh, into most other countries in the world, we wouldn't have to face uh, such challenges. And so uh, we're keen. The, the, the problem is very universal. A lot of countries in the world uh, actually do not have uh, even a culture of doing wills. Uh, and so the, um, 
uh, the need of even wills as well as other things we'll do is pretty universal. Uh, and so we definitely see that opportunity, but it's really, we're using the U.S. to really hone the use case uh, before we branch out. Got it. And um, so, you know, I, I just wanted to work uh, uh, quickly to the top three. What's your favorite business book? You know, my favorite business book, and I give it out to especially small business owners, uh, is an old classic uh, that I read oof, almost what, 25 years ago. Is that right? Maybe a little less, 20 years ago. And it's Michael Gerber's The E-Myth. Uh, so the e-myth, basically you can read the whole book or just read the first couple chapters. Uh, and effectively the model is you're either the, um, you're either the producer, the manager or the entrepreneur. So you're either making pies, managing pie makers or growing your business. <laughs> and okay. so the more that you can shift out of writing code and even not even managing the writing of code, but completely focus on growth and growing the business, uh, the better off you're going to be. Now he has methods for doing that. And, and I think they're, they're good, especially with small businesses um, that are in that book. But I think actually just that framework that says, I need to be focused on partnerships, growth, expansion, processes, uh, and all that, and hiring the key people, that that's how you build a truly great business. Got it. I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, and you know, if you could go back in time when you started uh, tomorrow, what is the one thing you would have focused on? I know it's been only a year now, but uh, is there anything you would have gone back and focused on? You know, the viral invitation feature of tomorrow now actually brings in one third of our users. Uh, and it's something that we always envisioned because it's good for the users. It, it's, it does this right. Uh, but actually in our first year, we basically stood up the initial version where you, you, you could invite people and we never really optimized it. What's the experience? How do we teach people why it's important? Um, and it just sort of lied fallow. Then uh, this summer, we finished a lot of the other features and we came back and said, oh, like, let's do this right. And then very quickly, we saw the virality go up on our users uh, and then what's interesting is, well, uh, is that the, anyone who comes into the app via invitation is far more likely to invite other people because it feels like a more familiar behavior. And so I would say focusing on the virality of the app first would have been, uh, uh, I would have spent more time on, on that uh, as we, right as we launched. Got it. And uh, do you have any favorite online tool, for example, Gmail or Slack? So my favorite tool is actually a, a, a to-do list piece of software called Todoist. Uh, and Todoist, it's not rocket science, but uh, you know I have a backlog in my Todoist of probably a over a hundred things that I would like to do. Uh, but in the app, you actually, if you say like, "Oh, I'm going to do that." I create something, I'm going to do it on Thursday. It actually disappears from my to-do list and then it just, it'll show up on Thursday. And so it allows me to not be overwhelmed by my massive backlog. It allows me to write down all the things I want to do and be really thoughtful about my schedule. Uh, and it actually is amazing for my own just psychological welfare to say, I did the things I meant to do today and I know I'll have a list of things to do tomorrow. Awesome. So, uh, you know, what are the best way people can reach out to you and get to know more about the Tomorrow app? 
So uh, if you're in the U.S., you can go to the App Store and uh, and just type in tomorrow, and we're the number one result. Uh, we are the registered trademark of tomorrow, if you can imagine. Uh, and then... Um, uh, or you can go to tomorrow.me, so tomorrow.me, uh, and get started on the web uh, or, or read a little more about what we're doing. All right. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on to the show, Dave. I really appreciate talking to you. Likewise. Thanks for the time. Thanks for listening to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we teach you how to start and grow your online business. For more information, visit Rohit's blog at www.lifeselfmastery.com.